As a medical professional, you're probably consumed by your work. Because of that, you likely miss out on big opportunities to protect and grow the wealth you work so hard for. Luckily, through passive real estate investing, you can place your capital in the hands of trusted syndicators who do all the legwork while you sit back and let your money work for you. Syndicators like Ascent Equity Group. Ascent Equity Group is led by three medical professionals turned full-time real estate investors who have secured a quarter of a billion dollars in assets in just three years. And their latest opportunity, Sunrise and Chandler, is open now. Sunrise and Chandler is an exciting 177-unit value-add multifamily opportunity in the affluent city of Chandler, Arizona. This Class B asset in a Class A location was secured at a significant discount and is already cash flowing out of the gate, with 89% of the units still in need of renovation. Sunrise and Chandler is close to meeting its capital raising goal and will be closing soon. So if you'd like to learn more, visit ascentequitygroup.com forward slash best deal to schedule a call. That's A-S-C-E-N-T equitygroup.com slash best deal. This opportunity is open to accredited investors only. If you're providing a valuable service and people are saying yes to your emails or whatever it is, product or service you're providing for free, chances are they're doing that because you're providing something of value. Best ever listeners, you ready to take your online advertising into the big leagues? Are you ready to get more leads? Well, how about we do all this for free? Yeah, sure, free. Well, it starts out with a free strategy session with Dan Barrett. You recognize his name, episode 565, titled Google AdWords and Cutting Edge Strategies. He's the only certified Google partner agency that works exclusively with real estate investors. That's why I'm talking about him. And he's managed over a million dollars of client spend and scored an 80th percentile for or higher for best practice. Basically, he knows his stuff. And he is offering a free strategy session for one hour to do a deep dive with you and learn about your market and collaboratively come up with an online advertising strategy based on your target audience. And he's offering to do this for the best ever listeners. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Now I mentioned free. Well, the strategy session is free. And then you can either take the online advertising strategy that he comes up with on the call and go implement it yourself. There you go. It's free. Or you can have him and his agency do it for you. It's a turnkey solution. And by the way, that likely one that being free too, assuming that you're closing on the leads that he's generating for you as a result of all the efforts. Go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. He's got some amazing stuff. Ask him about the pre-targeting for direct mail lists that he does. It's something unique to their company and it's pretty exciting stuff. He's noticing some tremendous results as a result of doing pre-targeting. So ask him about that. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Best ever listeners, welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any fluff. I hope you have a best ever weekend because it is Sunday. We're doing a special segment called Skill Set Sunday, where by the end of our conversation, you're going to come away with a specific skill. And today, we're going to be talking to someone who has successfully achieved an online platform where he's generating over 80,000 people a month visiting his site. And he's the author of Land Your Dream Job Anywhere. How you doing, Mac Pritchard? 
I'm doing great, Joe. Thank you for having me on the show. My pleasure and nice to have you on the show. The outcome for our conversation today with you is to discuss setting up and running a business and the lessons learned along the way. Before we dive into that, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background just for some context? Sure. I run a small business called MaxList.org. It's an online community for people looking for rewarding creative work. At the heart of it, Joe, is a job board with hundreds of listings for cool jobs, the kind of positions that either in creative work or nonprofits or even in government, but jobs that you would like to have. And in addition, we also produce a lot of information through a blog, podcast, books about the nuts and bolts of looking for work and managing your career. Because most of us aren't taught those skills in high school and college. We learn them by trial and error. And because we learn them as we go along, often we get stuck in these long periods of unemployment. So while my business is about helping people find work, I came into this almost accidentally about 10 years ago. And along the way, I learned some valuable lessons that I think would be useful to your listeners, real estate investors. Yeah, absolutely. And as real estate investors, we are entrepreneurs. We are small, medium, or large business owners, but we're business owners. So I would love to learn myself, the lessons that you came across along the way and how that's gotten you to where you're at now? Well, I think the most important one is the power of relationships and connecting with other people. My business has grown by word of mouth. Our revenue is about $600,000 annually, Joe, and it employs five people, a few part-time, several full-time. But I started my business as a just telling people about job openings, and I didn't realize how valuable the information was that I was sharing, but the people that I shared it with did, and they shared it with others. So that power of word of mouth and the relationships that I built as I grew my online community have just been a huge part of the success of MaxList. Relationships built along the way. Can you get more specific as far as how do you build those relationships and what is your specific approach when talking about what you got going on? Absolutely. Because we work in the employment space, Joe, I often get approached by people who want advice about their job hunt or their career. And I've always made a point of giving my time to others. And so if somebody wants to meet with me, Even if I don't know them, I will make the time. And sometimes it takes a while to get on my calendar, but I will see people. And I do it without any expectation of getting anything in return. And I find that when I do that, I get so much back, not only offering my time, but my advice and ideas. And the relationships and connections that I make through those conversations, and I've been doing them for years now, keep paying dividends for years to follow. The other thing I would say about relationships, I'm often approached by people who say, you've got a great business here. I think I'd like to do a job board like you, or I'd like to be a career coach. And some people might say, well, gosh, I'm sorry, I don't have time to talk to you. But for me, my response is always, the water's fine, jump right in. Let me share with you what I've learned about building this online business. Because I know two things are going to happen, Joe. One is if they're going to be successful, the person I'm meeting with who wants to get into the space, they're going to specialize. They're going to find a niche that I'm not serving. And the other thing that's going to happen is they're going to be a partner and an ally down the road. 
So I think, again, we're talking about relationships, but generosity and giving to others without any expectation of receiving return has just been a powerful part of my success. Out of almost a thousand people I've interviewed, in fact, by the time this episode airs, it will be more than a thousand. So I will have interviewed more than a thousand people. You are the first person out of the thousand people I've interviewed on my podcast to email me before the podcast interview and say, hey, I love your podcast. I just did a review on your podcast and here's the review. So you're a living, breathing example of that. (laughs) Well, thanks. I do try to do my homework. So I wanted to know about your audience and about you and, and what you like to talk about on the show. So I can not only have service to you, but to your listeners. It's not a time-consuming exercise. It's a thoughtful exercise that you employ. Well, sir, there is some time, but the amount of thoughtfulness it took and just conditioning yourself to do that is very valuable from a business standpoint, and it just makes you feel good when you give. And the way that makes you stand out in my mind – I mean I've interviewed over a 1,000 people, and you're the first person to have done that. And it's just putting yourself in my shoes like, oh, he does a freaking daily podcast that's insane. I bet he looks at everyone who reviews the podcast because this is his baby and that's true. And having a review added on to that is very beneficial for my own purposes to have more positive reviews about the podcast. So it's just putting yourself in other people's shoes. And that's one of the things that stood out to me. We'd never talked before. And this is the first time we've actually had a conversation one-on-one. And it set the stage for how I approach my conversation with you, knowing that's how you operate. Well, thank you, Joe. Let's talk about the, on that note, do you do other proactive things like that when you're either introduced to someone or you know you're going to be introduced to someone? Do you do certain things like that? And if so, can you give a specific example? Sure. If I meet someone at an event, a dinner or a networking event, and we have a meaningful conversation, not just nod and shake hands, I will make a point of connecting with them on LinkedIn. And I always, when sending a LinkedIn invitation, write a personal note, just a sentence or two, just reminding the person how we met. And I find that if I tend to meet people in my world, and so generally we'll, we'll cross paths again, But doing that kind of follow-up where you connect with someone on LinkedIn or you start to follow them, I'll follow people on Twitter as well that, again, I've had some kind of significant connection with because it's so much of business, as you know, is about building relationships and getting to know people and eventually liking and trusting them. And that's how deals are made. And certainly in the employment space, we find, Joe, and I'm sure your listeners have had this experience too, Well, I run a job board, and I'm proud of the public listings that we have and the value that employers get from those listings. Most jobs get filled by word of mouth. There are estimates out there that up to 8 out of 10 jobs are never advertised and are filled by conversations between peers. There's no conspiracy here. You don't have to have gone to a fancy school. It's just that it's human nature. It's people tend to want to work with people they know like and trust, or who are recommended to them by people they trust. So I find that uh, that's true not only in the hiring process, but when you're doing business as well. And it underscores for me the power of relationships and making real human connections with other people. I love the comment about LinkedIn and how you write a personal note to that individual after you meet. You don't 
just blindly say connect because it's personal. It reminds them of how you met. But also what I found, and I do the same thing 99% of the time. I'll admit I've gotten sloppy over the last three, four months. But that was my mantra up until the last three, four months. I'm going to get back on this now that we've talked about this. But one thing I would say is an additional benefit of writing the personal note is I might forget three years from now how I met them, and I'll be able to reference because LinkedIn keeps a thread of the previous messages. I'll be able to reference how I met them if I want to reconnect for whatever reason, and that's very valuable. It is, and also if I meet you and you give me your card, and we have a real conversation. Again, I'm not one of those people who walks into the function room at the airport Holiday Inn and blankets the space with business cards. Mm -hmm. I I look for real connections, quality conversations. But if we do meet, I'll make a note on the back of the card after the event, and then when I enter it into my database, I'll put a short note there, just five or six words about how we met. And just this morning, I was at an event a fundraiser for the Alzheimer's Association in Oregon, where I have to live and work. And a lady sat next to me and she says, oh, hey, how are you? And we've met before. And, and I didn't remember, but she reminded me and I gave me her card. And then I went back to my office and I was updating her record. And there was a note there saying that we had met five years earlier and that she had gotten her job that she has today through the job board that I operate. So just Being reminded of that reinforces the connection and makes it even more real. What database do you use? Just Google Contacts. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I keep it simple, and we're a small operation, and we just don't have the infrastructure and the size of staff to justify something like Salesforce, which is valuable, but it's for a smaller operation. We don't need all those bells and whistles. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about the business side of things. Your company's generating... $600,000 of annual revenue. Is that money coming from advertising sponsors primarily? It's largely revenue from the sales of job listings. So if you go to our website, maxlist.org, you'll see a job board on the homepage and employers pay to put listings there. And the reason they do it, Joe, is because they save time and money. They get fewer applications with a posting on our site, but they're the right ones. And that means they don't have to wade through hundreds of resumes. We'll get a few dozen and 80 or 90% of them are from people they want to hear from. Hmm. And we also, in addition to serving employers, because we hear from so many job seekers and they tell us that they struggle with the basics of job hunting, setting goals, doing informational interviews, polishing up their interview skills, We also provide education and training services, and that's still a a small part of our business, but it's growing. So we're serving both communities, both employers and job seekers. Your business has grown from, via word of mouth primarily, you said. What mechanisms, if any, have you put in there to help facilitate that? It's a great question. We find that collecting testimonials from both employers and job seekers, helps promote that word of mouth. It also adds authenticity to our work because when we do publish testimonials on our website or we ask job seekers to share their success stories on our blog, we ask people if we can publish their full name and their photos. And people who read these stories or see these testimonials say they see people who look like them or chasing jobs that they want and they can identify. So 
it's not surprising to me because if you think about how people make decisions when they buy, if they're thinking about a restaurant, they go to Yelp, they read the reviews. If they're thinking about buying a book or an electronic product or anything else on Amazon, they pay attention to the reviews. So we find that one way to support and increase that word of mouth is to collect those reviews and testimonials and those stories and share them. Do you do video testimonials or text, just email testimonials, and you just copy and paste that info or anything else? Right now, we're just using text and photos, and we're certainly very interested in video because the video, as you know, is so much more engaging and it makes an emotional connection that can be much more powerful than you get with a written word. When did you launch the company? This is a side project, Max List. I, for years, nine years actually, I just sent out job postings to a small list of friends. And I started hearing from people who wanted to be on the list and employers who wanted me to send postings. But it wasn't until late in 2010 that I started charging for my services. And here's another lesson I wish I knew back then or 15, 16 years ago. If you're providing a valuable service and people are saying yes to your emails or whatever it is, product or service you're providing for free, chances are they're doing that because you're providing something of value and you should charge for that. And it took me a long time before I flipped the switch on monetizing it. And I'm sorry I didn't do it sooner because I could have served more people and grown the company and the community even more. Was there a year that your growth did more than other years? And what would you attribute that to in terms of revenue? Yeah, the last two years, our revenue has increased by about 40 to 45%. And the reason that's happened, Joe, I think is because I invested in full-time staff. And I also invested in people who were mid-career and knew something about the business and could help me grow it. People who weren't right out of the gate, fresh in the industry, but had some seasoning and brought some expertise to the table. Correct. I didn't go cheap. I didn't look for recent college graduates. Not that there's nothing wrong with that, but I needed more seasoned, experienced people who could actually help grow the business and who had experience doing that. Mm. So best ever listeners, this is a sneaky interview because on the surface... It might seem like we're talking about an online platform to help job seekers and employers match up. But the more we talk, the more I'm seeing about five or six points that are incredibly relevant to us as real estate investors and entrepreneurs. One is how we grow our word of mouth, and that is by collecting testimonials from people as simple as text and photos would work. Two is how do we stay in touch with people? And that is sending them not only a LinkedIn request, we all know that, but how many of us actually send a personalized note to the individual? If you do, pat yourself on the back. Nice work. I need to get back into that and I will from this point forward because it's a great thread that we can look at and review in the future if we forget how we came across them. Three, if an aspiring competitor wants to talk in about our business because they want to create something similar, think of them as an ally versus the competition because if they are successful, as you said, they'll probably be serving a slightly different area or a slightly different demographic. And I can tell you I wholeheartedly embrace this because my business 
is multifamily syndication. I raise money. I buy apartments with high net worth individuals and we share in the profits. Well, I also interview people who do multifamily syndication and it's because the listeners need to have exposure to more people than just me who are doing what I do. And I live in a world of abundance, which you do as well. And the fourth thing is revenue growth. How did you go from where you're at to getting 40% increases in revenue year over year, last couple of years, or in those two years you mentioned that was hiring people who are the best of the best and paying them accordingly. Is there anything else that we haven't talked about that you want to mention as it relates to growing a business and lessons learned? I just want to underscore a point. Great summary, Joe. Just about the power of generosity and helping others and how much you get back in return when you do that. I've got some warm fuzzies when your name comes up because you out of first one out of 1,000 people to actually write a review and send it to me prior to jumping on the call where I interview you on my podcast. So you walk the walk, that's for sure. Mac, where can the best ever listeners get in touch with you or learn more about your company? Well, they can visit our website. It is www.maxlist.org. And we've set up a special landing page where they can get a free chapter of the book. Just go to maxlist.org slash best real estate. And the book is Land Your Dream Job Anywhere. And I know you focus again on investors and small business owners, but many of the principles that we've talked about, about networking and relationship building, you'll also find in the book. And they're equally valuable to small business owners as well as job seekers. Outstanding. And of course, on your book page that I'm on right now, you have testimonials <laughs> and everything that we've already talked about, about the book itself. So thanks so much for being on the show, Mac. Hope you have a best ever weekend and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Joe. It's been a pleasure. Got your free strategy session to generate online leads yet? Well, if not, go to adwordsnerds.com forward slash Joe. Dan Barrett's going to give you a concrete online advertising strategy by the end of the conversation. You can choose to implement it yourself or you can work with this team and they'll implement it for you. AdWordsNerds.com forward slash Joe. Ready to enter the minds of successful entrepreneurs and millionaires? Are you ready to excel in your entrepreneurial and investing journey? The new podcast, Before the Millions, studies phenomenal entrepreneurs and their path to millions. Journey through exclusive interviews, giving you all the secrets to mimic their successes. Listen and subscribe to Before the Millions podcast at beforethemillions.com. That's beforethemillions.com.